Well, hello and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person. On this edition of The Conversation, we're talking with 2nd Lieutenant David Barr, Fairfax County Sheriff's Office, and our topic today is recruiting for the Fairfax County Sheriff's Office, specifically how to become a deputy sheriff. Now, as a deputy sheriff, you will carry out the core duties of the sheriff's office, including operating the adult detention center, providing security for the courthouse and courtrooms, and serving executing civil law processes on behalf of the courts. So first of all, Lieutenant Barr, welcome, or second Lieutenant Barr, welcome to the uh, podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I very much appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. And first things first, can I get the formality out of the way and just refer to you as David? Please do. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, Dave. Going forward, um, as we're looking at recruiting for the sheriff's office, and before we get to that topic, I think it might be helpful to kind of set it up and hear a little bit about your story. Why did you become a deputy sheriff? So to give a little background, um, from Chicago originally. Oh, um, sorry. No, yeah. <laughs> um, graduated high school and um, went the route of the military. So I joined the U.S. Marine Thanks Corps. Thanks for your service. I appreciate it. Um, two tours in the Marine Corps, so about wow. eight years. I was... Um, Ended up being discharged in this in Quantico, so in Virginia, and I was looking for a way to continue to serve and to stay local. And um, I got linked up with a uh, recruiter for the sheriff's office back then was uh, Kevin Smith, and talked to him. He was a retired Marine, so okay. kind of made the transition that connection there. Yeah, and um, made the transition a little easier from the Marine Corps to the sheriff's office, and uh, that was about eighteen years ago. In a couple of weeks, actually. Okay. So I've been here 18 years now with the sheriff's office. And um, for me, it was just a continuation of wanting to be in, in a uniform, kind of a uh, paramilitary organization right, and, and right, still have right. the camaraderie and the teamwork and to have that the environment where we're dependent on one another to help fulfill the mission. Gotcha. And um, it's been great ever since. And right. it's it's been a fun ride. Sure. Yeah. Similarities, differences? Uh, similarities as far as we have similar rank structure, mm-hmm. similar, uh, chain of command and, uh, the things that are, that, that are closely related are the, um, the, the camaraderie amongst uh, the men and women that, that we work with. Right. So there's, there's a dependency on each other to get a job done, as I mentioned earlier. And, um, that's something that's always been attractive to me. And it's uh, from a young age, um, being part of a team and being able to, um, carry your your kind of side of the of, of the load i guess right. and um just to see the product from the beginning to when we start whatever it is if it's beginning training in boot camp or uh working up for a, a deployment or starting our shift in the morning or in the evening and just finishing at the end of the day safely and knowing that we did what we we're supposed to do so that to me is was a big thing, and a lot of the similarities are kind of right. based on that. It's kind of all pulling in the same direction. Definitely. To get, get the common job done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about the deputy sheriff uh, in Fairfax County? Uh, you're involved in recruiting, correct? Correct. Okay. Are you the recruiting officer or part of the recruiting team? How does that I, I was assigned to the recruiting, to our applicant screening section, I guess is what it's called technically. Okay. And um, March of 2020. So, the beginning of uh, COVID. <laughs> kind of an easy time to yes. be recruiting, right? 
couldn't have asked for a better situation to right. fall into. Right. So um, prior to that, our agency hadn't had a uh, designated actual recruiter. Mm-hmm. So our background investigators conducted multiple duties. One of them was to act as recruiters, as well as doing the background investigations and setting up all new applicants for the um, upcoming academy classes. So when we implemented um, this position, they they asked uh, agency asked if I was interested, and I had a little bit of background. Mm-hmm. I recruited while I was in the Marine Corps. Oh, okay. And I recruited during nine eleven, so it was wow. yeah. It that was, was a, that was probably easy. <laughs> so yeah, you people walking in of all different ages and you know, walks of life. Right. But um, so I accepted and I I put in my uh, transfer request and was granted. So I I've been here since March of twenty twenty, and um, it's been a little challenging right. to, to say the least. And it's, it, I mean, it's equally rewarding and frustrating at times. And it's um. I want to do right by the applicants that, that you know, sure, we're trying to talk sure, to and, and get sure. into the agency and obviously by the agency itself. Right. So it's um it's a process. Right. So how how challenging is it right now at the end of twenty twenty one to actually recruit deputy sheriffs? Uh very, very okay. much so. It's the process itself takes a little while to to get in from the initial application to the extensive background history checks and um Making sure that everyone's properly vetted medically, psychologically, and then mm-hmm. in person. So that takes a little bit of time. Yeah. And the um, time frames can range anywhere from three months to you know, seven or eight months, depending on if there are any hiccups in the process. Right. Medically, um, psychologically, a, a big hiccup for us is the uh, polygraph examination. Mm. And that's conducted by you know criminal detectives here in the county itself. So that usually uncovers a lot of things that we may not talk about face to face one on one where you you may not be comfortable right you know exposing that that level of uh a background during right. during our right. talks but so that's a hurdle in itself and and those are things that that are natural to to the job for the sure. the initial application yeah a little more security issues when you're talking about uh you know providing security for the courthouse and the courtrooms that's ty- that type of thing it's it's kind of to be expected it's going to be a little more scrutiny on your background 100% polygraph that type of thing so we're doing this show today because of the need for uh for recruits so it's definitely a timely topic that we're talking mm-hmm. about when folks are thinking about um a career and uh, they think maybe I want to be a deputy sheriff in the Fairfax County Sheriff's office are there qualifications? Are there things that they should think about right off the bat, like age, education, mm-hmm. et cetera? Yeah. So, bare minimum qualifications for us is that you're uh, 21 years old. You could be 21 and a half entering the academy. The academy itself is six months long. Mm-hmm. So, at the very bare minimum, 20 and a half and um, 21 upon graduation. A high school diploma or a GED equivalent and um, a current U.S. driver's license. And be a U.S. citizen. So, uh, apart from that, we, we also we go into your background as far as any kind of police contacts. Um, we don't look for you don't really get qualified or move forward in the process with any kind of um, misdemeanor convictions, felony convictions. Obviously, would be disqualifier automatically. Gotcha. But um, for the most part, if you have a desire to serve and if you have a desire to become part of a a team. And uh, a very professionally run organization. Um, hopefully, we can talk, and I can kind of see what. And ev- everyone's different. Everyone has their own their own individual circumstances right. and their needs and their wants. 
And I just try to show what we have to offer and how we can kind of marry those two up right. and hopefully get you through the process and get you on a team. You mentioned the academy. Is that the Criminal Justice Academy? It is. Yeah. Okay. Fairfax County has a Criminal Justice Academy that's located in Chantilly, Virginia, and it's um, it's organic to the county itself. A lot of the academies in Virginia are regional where there's multiple agencies going through. Hmm. Our academy is um, specifically in agencies within the county itself. Gotcha. The police department, we have townships of Herndon and Vienna. They attend as well. Now, is is that attendance at the academy, the Criminal Justice Academy, is that mandatory to be a deputy sheriff? In other words, do you have to go through the Criminal Justice Academy? Correct. The way we're set up now is um, prior to the actual academy, there's a four-week deputy school hmm. that are earning certifications as a jailer, a court security officer, and a civil enforcement deputy. Once you graduate that, then we move on to the six-month Criminal Justice Academy, which gives us certifications as a Certified law enforcement officer. Wow. Okay. So six months. Correct. Okay. So definitely a commitment. It is. <laughs> All right. If you already have gone through the Criminal Justice Academy, either here or, or elsewhere, mm -hmm. I mean, do you have to go through it again? As long as you're um, current with certifications in the state of Virginia, we do a quick uh, background check with DCJS. Uh, I'm sorry. And the Department of Criminal Justice Services okay. in Virginia. And they'll... As long as your certifications are current, and usually they're current for about 24 months from the time you become certified up until the time where you would be required to recertify, we can forego the academy as long as, again, those certifications are good. And um, at a minimum, you go through our deputy school four weeks long, and then you'd be off and running. You'd be into our training programs and then assigned to one of our three different divisions. What about... Um and this may not be your area, so mm -hmm. if it is, just let me know. Sure. But what about the uh, like the civilian employees within the sheriff's department that are doing functions and roles that are not deputy sheriff? Yeah. Is that you or is that another another area? Yeah, I primarily handle all the sworn positions. Okay. So the deputy sheriffs. All right. We we do participate in some of the processes for the non sworn, but that's um, generally not my area of expertise right now. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So. The type of training that one receives, you mentioned there's a four-week deputy school deputy school, yep. and the six-month training. Talk to me a little bit about some of the topics, some of the type of trainings that, that go into that and what the, what the applicant, the person going through it is going to receive. So the four-week deputy school is really just an introduction to the detention center, to our um, judicial complex, and some civil enforcement training. Hmm. A lot of it's um, communication. De-escalation training, um, a lot of mental health training. The um, the environment in jail is obviously it's uh, it, it can be tense at times, mm -hmm. and there's a need for us to make sure that our trainees that are going through our deputy recruits that go through deputy school understand that and that they're able to to respond appropriately. So that after those four weeks, um, once they've shown that they're able to kind of Maybe not master it, but have an understanding. And there's further training after after actual academy that um, that they're aware of the environment that they're going to be going into. Mm. And um, the the courthouse training is is you're more of a public view, and you're going to have interaction with judges, with attorneys, with citizens that are, that have scheduled court dates. Um, so you're you're able to kind of. To, to reconcile the difference between being in a detention setting and then being in a public setting where you're not dealing with people that are that are under arrest or waiting for court dates, they're just attending scheduled court appearances and things like that. So right. 
there's a difference, and that, that's some of the training that that's that we impress on the, the deputy recruits. Right. I mean, how they kind of handle themselves, present themselves. That Correct. Type of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're talking with Second Lieutenant David Barr, Fairfax County Sheriff's Office, and we're talking about recruiting to become a deputy sheriff. And you talked about the four-week class and then the six-week, uh, six-month criminal justice academy. Mm-hmm. Are those um, scheduled throughout the year, or is it um, you just have a group of uh, recruits, then you get enough, so you start a class? Mm-hmm. How, how does that work? All the academies are they're scheduled throughout the year. So generally, we have three academies that run on a calendar year. Hmm. Um, to give you an example, this year we have a deputy school that will start up on January 31st. So after the four weeks, then that will be exclusively deputy recruits. Okay. So we're, we're talking 2022. Correct. Calendar yeah, year. January of 2022. Okay. Um, come Upon completion of that, they'll our deputy recruits will join up with the recruits from our police department here in Fairfax County and wh- whatever officer candidates are coming from Herndon and Davina Townships, and that'll begin in February. Six months later, they'll graduate and they'll enter into our training program and become deputy sheriffs. There's another academy class that will be starting following that in uh, June of 2022, and then another one in November of 2022. Okay. 2022. So we'll have three academies that'll be running throughout this calendar year, and hopefully that'll be um, part of what we need to help kind of replenish our ranks and keep us moving forward. A lot of retirements, a lot of people leaving. You know, we hear about the uh, the great, uh, what's, what's the word, the great, you know, everybody's it's leaving. The great resignation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how is that affecting the sheriff's department? So we're definitely having our share of, of deputies that have reached that, that tenure in, in their mm-hmm. career where they're considering um, a 20, 25, 30-year retirement. So those things are planned out so that they're easy kind of, you can, you can forecast that to an extent. So we're trying to adjust accordingly. But there's um. There's a lot of opportunity, obviously, in the career field of law enforcement and outside. So they're, they're, people have options. Yeah. And we're trying to show them that we are one of the better, if not the best option out there. So we'd like to retain our deputies that we currently have that are sworn and hopefully attract new applicants as well. So that's it's a challenge, right. like I said earlier. So All it's right. it's ongoing. All right. Give me your best sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> What, what makes Fairfax County a great place to work and specifically the sheriff's mm-hmm. office? So the county in general is um, – it, it's one of the – it's the biggest organization, I guess, in Virginia next to Loudoun County. We have um, about 500 sworn deputy sheriffs wow. yeah, with the sheriff's office itself. Um, very attractive benefits as far as um, insurance, starting pay. And just some of the, the leave programs and the family-oriented kind of environment that the sheriff's office provides. We have um, dual certifications. So we're not just certified as deputy sheriffs, as jailers or correction officers, as we get mistaken for sometimes. But we're also law enforcement. So we go to the same academy as our police department. We have the same certifications. Okay. We just expand on it because of our duties in the, in the jail, in the courthouse, and civil process. Right. So... Um, what I would say to anyone that's interested that that's looking at starting a career in law enforcement is that we offer the best of both worlds. So you're going to have training in in a corrections environment and training as as a law enforcement officer. And some the way things are kind of trending in law enforcement, where mental health is is a really really big factor, and right. all the interactions that we have with um, people on a, with citizens on the street or inmates that are currently in our population is that. There has to be an understanding that not every situation requires a heavy hand, that there has to be de-escalation. 
So we, we offer that training and that's something that we model with our mental health training, with our de-escalation training, with the, um, the creation of our Merrifield Crisis Center. So that's, that, that's an alternative to actually an interaction with an officer on the street doesn't necessarily mean you'll end up in jail. So now there's alternatives. Right. And those are things that we offer to our deputies. And, and I think it's very attractive. So it's right. not just, um, you know, deputies with keys doing head counts in, in a jail facility. Right. Right. We offer alternatives to, to a lot. And right. there's uh, 15 different career paths or different opportunities that wow. we have within a jail itself within, within the sheriff's office. So wow. there's things like our honor guard team, our motors team, our bike team, our sheriff's emergency response team. So we have a lot of different opportunities to uh, to offer to new employees. Okay. Yep. When you're talking with someone and following up on that question, because mm-hmm. there are so many different aspects of what a, sher- a deputy sheriff does, mm-hmm. um, are there the intangible things, I'm using my air quotes mm-hmm. here, that you're looking for in a conversation with someone, you know, when you're talking about not always having to have the heavy hand, but, mm-hmm. you know, using empathy, et cetera. Are there things that on an interpersonal level you're looking to hear? that you want to see, et cetera? We would like to, to someone that can communicate mm-hmm. that that's had a little bit of life experience and it's not a necessity to have experience as a law enforcement officer or as a deputy sheriff, but someone that's able to um, go in a situation where they might not exactly be encountering someone that's, you know, happy to see them. So you're able to deescalate and um, someone that's willing to uh, put in the work to, uh, to graduate that six month and uh, four week deputy school. Because it's a big commitment and it's a lot of training and it's a lot of um, information condensed into a short period of time. So someone that's able to deal with a a good amount of information and be able to absorb it and then apply it. And we get applicants from all walks of life, all age ranges. And it just takes a um, job not for everyone. So I I, I won't ever project that to anybody. But I, I will say that if you're willing to give us the time to explain what we do and give our expectations, I think that most people will find that the job is not what they might have thought it was prior to coming in. And that's not just, um, it's not just us, again, working in a confined space right. in the detention center. So right. there's a lot more to it. Okay. Yeah. And diversity? So yeah, our, our diverse, we have one of the most diverse agencies in the state. And, wow. and that's a mix from educational background, from high school graduates to um, undergrad to postgraduate degrees. Military veterans, um, both men and women from different ethnic backgrounds, um, our Asian population, our Middle Eastern populations, African-American, Hispanic. And we have a good mix of, of a lot of those different backgrounds. So I think it makes interactions with the um, uh, some of the, the population that we deal with right. a little easier. So it's not just one perspective that we get. We, we get a good mix and it, and it helps make the job that much easier. Yeah. Yeah, Fairfax County is definitely a diverse population group. Yeah. Lots of, I think, what, over 100 different languages spoken mm-hmm. in Fairfax County, I believe. We are getting close to the end of our time together. I, I feel like I could go on for a little bit longer. But if folks are listening to this right now and they have an interest and they're thinking, eh, maybe I'd like to be a deputy sheriff and, 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 and talk to Dave, um, how, do, how do they proceed from here? What's the next step? So at the very basic, we have our website, uh, fairfaxcounty.gov backslash sheriff and you can go on that website and it'll give you some of our general hiring information some of our minimum standards we also have our online application 
attached to that site. Okay. So if they're interested in getting some information, some further information, and even applying, that's on there. Uh, my contact information is on there, and you can always reach me at uh, 703-246-4105, and that comes right to my desk. We have a um, a new recruiting website that that we're doing to help maybe drive some more um, applicants or more people that want information about becoming a deputy sheriff, and that'll go live in January of 2022. Okay. And that um, once that goes out, hopefully we can have a little more um, interaction with with those people that are looking at starting a career in law enforcement. Okay. So direct line again, make sure I got it right, 703-246-4105. That is correct. Okay. Fairfaxcounty.gov slash sheriff where yes. you can learn more. And then coming in January 2022, a new recruiting uh, webpage, website, website, that type thing, et correct. cetera. So if you're listening in February of 2022, <laughs> that right. site's already live, but uh, – just go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash sheriff and want to get more information. We've covered a lot of uh, areas today, Dave. Anything I didn't ask, anything that you want to end us with on our conversation today about becoming a deputy sheriff in Fairfax County? I would say if um, if you've seen a lot of the, the coverage that law enforcement gets and, and the general media, hmm. some of it doesn't really paint us in, a, in a, the most positive of lights. No, it doesn't. But um, if you're interested in, in becoming part of uh, a team or an organization or a county like Fairfax that's, um, that has a vested interest in making a change and that's already started down the path of making those changes, mm-hmm. um, come check us out. And, and we have, again, we have a lot of different options, a lot of different career paths. And it's just a matter of sitting down and giving, you know, giving myself or another one of our um, applicant screeners a couple minutes to explain some of the benefits and features. And I think you'd be surprised. Dave, thanks for being here on the County Conversation Podcast. Definitely enjoyed it. Thank you. I very much appreciate it. Second Lieutenant David Barr with us, Fairfax County Sheriff's Office. He's in the recruiting department with uh, the Sheriff's Office and want to thank him for being here with us today. And thank you for listening to the County Conversation. If you want to get more Fairfax County news, you can visit fairfaxcounty.gov slash news. You can also call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329. And that's weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. The County Conversation is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia Government.